and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Kulturama with Diva. Hello Kulturama listeners and welcome to this exciting episode of Kulturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, Accessible Technology Solutions, and Way to Protect. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. My guest today is Sandra Estop. Hi Sandra, welcome to the program. Hi Tia, how are you? I'm so excited to be here with you and your audience. This segment is called What Do You Do? where I interview different career professionals to assist the young people in life. Sandra is a cybercrime expert. Do you want to talk to us today about cybercrime and how to keep ourselves protected from internet thefts? Tell us about yourself and how did you end up in this journey? My journey started in 2006 when I was returning from visiting my mom and I'm in the plane. I, you know, I'm sitting like anyone else. And the captain announces that Homeland Security officers were boarding the plane. I handed my passport, of course, to, to the officers. And next thing I know, Tia, I'm the only one being marched off the plane. I'm thrown into the room, you know, the, that, that famous room, the immigration room. Have you heard of it? Yes, I know them. I know them. Yeah, so I go yes. there. I don't know what's happening. I, you know, I, of course, have no idea. So my husband is waiting for me in Chicago. I'm, I'm about to miss my connecting flight. And ten hours wow. later, so, uh, ten hours later, yeah, they handed back my passport and they said it's revoked. Um, so I didn't know, and a few weeks later, I'm back in Venezuela. This was when I just moved to the United States. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. running the country, and I'm back to Venezuela to get to try to get a new visa. And when I go through the interview, the questions of the officials were, why were you in China? So just to finalize that, why um, a cyber monster, or, or uh, now I call it cyber monster, but at uh, hacker or scammer or impersonator or smuggler all those adjectives that was in china um was using my identity to smuggle women into the u.s so that's you know that started started me in my journey of um, leaving the pain of uh you know 
been a victim of identity theft, victim of cybercrime. And it took me uh, six years until that resolved. And the reason I, I wanted to share this story and the reason I do what I do and I'm very passionate about, it's because as a as an cybersecurity professional, data privacy, I have been in, in information technology my entire life. So more than 20 years of experience, being a victim gives you a different perspective. And that's that's what, why I'm so passionate about today, teaching and helping others not to go through what I went through or something worse. Being a victim and being in the industry gives me both perspectives. That, you know, every day I can, I listen to, to the news or, or see the news and someone is becoming a victim. I mean, did you know, Tia, that every two seconds there's a new victim of identity theft? And every 14 seconds, someone, um, it's a victim of ransomware. And every, every 39 seconds, someone is, is a victim of a cyber attack. So why I'm passionate about, it's because it's affecting us. It's affecting everyone. And technology is the way we live. And it's the way we work. It's the way that we go to school. It's the way that we interact with friends, with family. So it's so important that we do it in a in a way that can keep us safe, that you know we can keep our family, our businesses, or anything that we interact with in technology safely. So I'm passionate about that. Thank you for asking that because I, this is a question I get all the time. What, what is that you do differently? How do you present a different message? And I have to say that um, in my industry, and I used to do that in the past, we try to focus cybersecurity more in based on the fear, based on, hey, you're going to be hacked, and all the scary things that happen. And what is different about my approach is I, I believe that there are many things we can do, not necessarily all technology related, not necessarily they are complicated, boring, and I want to bring more inspiration. I want to bring more the power of stories so I I can help you navigate the cyber safety or the cyber world in a safer and in a different way where, where you don't feel intimidated if you don't understand technology or you don't like technology or you're tired of, you know, trying to to understand how to do updates on your phone or keep up with your password. So my approach is to, to take you in a journey, in a journey where you feel that inspiration and, and, and that connection so you can enjoy whatever you do with your, with your technology. So Sandra, tell me, what are cyber monsters? <laughs> well, this is what I call um, hackers, scammers, and anyone that impersonates, that steals, and that tries to rob us from either our identities, our money, or our data. So there are different types of cyber monsters, and I cover them um, in my book, Happy Ever Cyber, in detail. But um, I would say the fundamental um, thing about cyber monsters is not everyone hacks for the same reasons. And mm -hmm. what I 
Yes, and what I want uh, also your audience to understand is um, cybercrime is a business. It's a real business. I did a course last semester uh, called Law, Technology, and the Internet, and there was a question on the exam about cybercrime, and I was wondering, should I tackle that question? And I did, and I got an A, an A-plus on that, that quiz. There was a presenter, um, a, a guest lecturer, and one of the students asked, Miss, is there is there such thing is there such thing as cyber law or cyber crime? Can can we become a sub a cyber lawyer or something like that? And the presenter said yes. Sandra wrote a book, um, happily ever cyber. Am I right? Yes, you are. Right. So tell us what inspired you to write that book. My journey uh, that started with technology when I was very young. When I think about my first kiss, and if you think about your first kiss, that time when your first kiss happened, and you take a moment and go there, I just wanna, I want you to, 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 to bring that memory back. In my case, my first kiss was very quite traumatic because my mom was super tough. And, and my mom got pregnant when she was a teenager. So she was a very protective mom. And she used to say, cuidadito, mucho cuidadito. She's obviously, uh, I grew up in Venezuela. So that means very careful, <laughs> very careful with the boys. And of course, <laughs> I got a crush on Julius, one of the boys in my neighborhood. And he kisses me and I ran home as fast as I could. I, I had a diary, um, you know, those diaries that you can write and he had a key. And I remember that I carried that key all the time because it, yeah, the diary had a lock I'm sure. and I have the key to unlock the diary. And I thought that was safe, that nobody can read my, my information that I was, you know, it was protected. And the next day I come back from school and then I, See my mom and next to her is my diary and it was wide open so at 14 years old i had my first data breach what i want you to think about is cyber monsters don't have that they are not looking out for you or for your best interests obviously they are doing it either because they want to monetize from you or because they want to use your identity so they can commit crimes on your behalf i mean there are so many reasons why it happens. As I was going into the journey of writing my book, I thought about everything that cyber safety or cyber security or privacy has been part of my life. And I think it's been part of almost everyone. So I, I, I want to ask you and your audience to think about when you lost something that was very precious to you. Have you, have you ever had something that you didn't want other people to read or to see and it got out or perhaps you you at school something happened and somebody got your information you know any of those experiences are data losses and are a breach a privacy um incident so sometimes we don't see it that way and we just think that unless we get really hacked we experience that but if we go back to, to our childhood we'll realize that probably we have more incidents than you know we realize that right now this is so awesome folks
Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows, for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com. I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us sadam at sadamahmed.com. Accessible Technology Solutions. Your problems, our solutions. So, Sandra, is there a common belief that is just not true about cybercrime? Definitely. Excellent question, Tia, because this one comes a lot. To, um, there is that common belief that everything that relates to cybercrime or cybersecurity, it has to be technical. And it's hard and it's boring and it's overwhelming. And, and you know, that, that belief that it's it's that way and also the belief that it cannot happen to me because if it hasn't happened to you yet um the reality is it's not a matter of if it will happen it's when it will happen as i shared early the stats are crazy every 39 seconds there is a cyber attack so the possibilities that your information is already out are very high when i'm asked like how do i know if I've been hacked, um, I will say that there are services, um, one, one website, and I can uh, send you that info so you can include it in the, um, in the interview. It's called have I been phone that. Yeah, sure. Please do. Yeah. So then you can go there and you can type your email address and they will tell you all the data breaches and all, all the emails that have been compromised for you. And it's a really good way to, to, to realize that it's more common and we see the news every day and we sometimes think it cannot happen to us. But when we see this information and we see that we have been part of a, of a cyber attack or that didn't affect us directly, maybe a company where you purchased something or either online or a retail store or the back, you know, someone got hacked and now your information is being hacked. So I encourage you to check. I encourage also you to check your name online and see what comes out. Like if you type your name in Google, what information do you see about yourself? Is it accurate? And I think those are cues about, you know, whether, you know, so you, you need to take it further and investigate more. Will cyber crimes and threats keep increasing and how and why and where and when? Okay, yes. Well, they keep increasing and um, how they keep increasing, they, they use the tools that we rely on every day. So, for example, your email, you know, that's 
one way how cyber crimes happen all the time. How often, imagine, so there are millions of emails going out every day. And from, from, from that millions of emails, a big portion of them are, it's called phishing emails. That's, that's the how, the how and, and how often, I guess. Um, so if you click on any of those emails that are intentionally sent to you, that's when you can become a victim and someone get, gets access to your information. Um, I mentioned at the beginning that cybercrime is a business and there are, they have like a regular business, they have goals and they have, you know, stats and they, you know, it's, it's so crazy to, to, to imagine uh, cybercrime operating, operating like a company, but they do. Um, ads in, in, in some of the social media channels could be infected. You know, if the more you click on something, the more infections or the more, uh, it's called malware, the more distribution of that malware can happen. So um, it increases all the time. And I think we live a pandemic, we're still living a pandemic. Um, and this has been a, a huge opportunity for cyber monsters to take advantage. So every day, new emails about the coronavirus cure or fake donation sites or supplies. I mean, the, it's, it's been ramping up and it's been like that since last year where the pandemic, when the pandemic started. So I encourage everyone to be very alert into all the emails and what you click on, definitely. What are some of the recommendations you would like to leave with the audience about, you know, how to protect your identity? Yeah, so I want to teach you a very simple tool that you all can use. It's not a technical tool by any means. I call it the I am tool and, or I am framework. And, you know, I am is one of the most powerful statements. It's, you know, your uh, soy, it's I am. It's, it's so powerful. It's like my identity. So if you take the word I, that work represents intention. So every day when you go to your email, have an intention. When you pick up your phone and you're going to use your phone, use it with an intention. The A, the A of I am, it's for awareness. So be aware of what's happening around you. Be aware of where you click, be aware of when you are in social media, who's asking for your information, be aware of what is happening in your, in that present moment. And the M it's for mindfulness. So being mindful is really, really about being, being connected. So I have this routine that every time I'm going to use my phone, I think about, I am. I am going to be intentional, aware, and mindful of everything that I do with my phone. When I take my credit card, my credit card, and I'm going to use for online shopping or going in a gas station, I have, I am, those three words activate me right away. And I'm immediately more present. And when you use this tool, the I am tool, I it's going to be much easier for you not to click. And maybe that will be the difference 
between being hacked or not. So I really, I, I, I use it. You can see it in my phone that I have, I am written right here. I have that everywhere in my house. If you're hacked, if your account, let's say it's your bank account that gets um, in the United States, there is a law or there is a regulation, not a law, a regulation that you have to report within 60 days. Um, otherwise, the bank is not responsible. So I don't know the the, um, the law in your country, Tia, so if, if it's the same. But if it's in the United States, you only have 60 days to report and get that money back. So what I encourage any, everyone to do, whether you have been hacked or not, is to activate alerts. So when you have any transaction, have the, the bank to email you or to text you, whatever you want, every time you use your credit card or every every time your bank account is used, that way you, you can take action right away. Um, that will be the first step. So instead of waiting at being hacked, be proactive and take those measures. Um, if you have been hacked, I would say, um, First, Google your name, make sure what, what information is out there, protect the information that you, you need to protect, either your bank accounts, your your passport information, you know, any any place where you have that, um, change those passwords. And um, I want to leave your audience, Tia, with a tip that I use also for passwords. Passwords have to be so complicated, right? Passwords have to be complex and you have to have characters and numbers and but when you have so many passwords it's hard to remember them right it's hard to if you write it down and put it into your computer anyone can see it so i i use a technique and this technique allows me to use my passwords in a way that my passwords also bright my day, make me happy. And what I do is I, I have a very long phrase that I use. And that phrase includes characters, numbers. So for example, I have a joyful day, let's say, or I have an amazing day every day. And I create that as my password. And I interchange letters and numbers. And there's a chapter in the book actually that explains that very much. But the, the point is you create a phrase that when you type that password, it makes you happy, it makes you smile. It's, it's like your affirmation or your, um, your, your phrase of the day. And I use a password manager and there are so many different tools and the password manager, um, what it does is it generates all the other passwords for you. So you only have to remember one password. So no more uh, repeating passwords or no more trying to, you know, figure out what was the last one that you use and, and changing just the last number and all of that craziness that I, I was part of it and I leave it <laughs> that way too until I came up with this new, um, new way and it really changed my life. So when I type my password, I'm happy, right? Immediately. For well, I know that um, when persons are setting up accounts or signing up for stuff, they they always give a hint that use pass use passwords that you can remember something that's dear to you, uh, you know all that stuff. What would be three reasons uh, you consider your success um, is on point? You know, yeah. 
I, I think having the clarity is number one. Having having clarity, having faith, and having gratitude. Those three. Could you elaborate on some more concrete steps for persons to protect their family, their data, their identity? We want to know. Yes, of course. So, um, I would say uh, one activating that I am system or that I am framework. It's gonna be super, super helpful for you because. Think about everything that you do with technology. If you do it with an intention, if you are aware of what you're doing, and if you are mindful, I, I promise you, you're not gonna fall for for a scam. Or if there is a phone call that you receive and it's trying to get information from you, when you activate that system, you're not gonna you, you're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna you you're gonna immediately recognize that some there is something weird about this. So I really encourage you to start practicing that. And that's that's the main thing. And now there are many other steps that you could take. So changing your passwords and making sure you don't use the same password, especially for your most sensitive accounts. Like my bank account, I'm very I'm very protective. Anything that relates with my finances, I am. I have a different email address, so I don't combine. I don't have the same email address than when I go and you know put it in, into it, when I sign up for something in a website. When I have a retailer that is asking me for my email, so my accounts are a very segmented. And I think when we do that. You're more intentional. You know, oh, my bank account is important, so it's gonna have a different email. It, that if something happens, you know, that is the only email that you use. And if you start receiving weird information, then you know, okay, something must has happened with that email address. And now you can take the actions. You can, you know, change the email or clean it up. You know, whatever it is that that's happening. So. Again, I'm going to repeat. So number one, activate the I am system. Number two, make sure that you don't use the same password. You know, it, it takes about eight seconds to break a regular password, right? As eight characters. So think about that when you're, you, your password is, is that first layer. It's the most important thing that is protecting your account. Like when you see that password, that stream of characters as the first layer of defense for your money, for your salary, for your kids' education, for you know, for all the things in your life that are really important, that is how much weight are you putting on that set of characters? So you start seeing it differently. And then number three is um, making sure that you have an email address for the accounts that are most important. How can persons contact you and purchase your book? Oh yeah, so you can go to happilyeverciber.com and actually I have a free uh, gift for you in there. So if you go to happilyeverciber.com, you'll see the book and you'll see, um, we're actually giving the book for free and just paying shipping and handling. Um, I think international, the rates are a bit different, but you yes. can go and check, 
check them out. Um, there's a ton of information. Um, I'm excited, Tia, because this month is cyber uh, it's it's privacy month at the end of the month. Tell us about uh, that. Tell us about that. So uh, yes, January 28th is privacy day. So what I'm going to be doing on privacy day. So if you go to happyevercyber.com, you'll see something uh, there. Um, is we're going to launch a new series. Um, it's called the literacy series. And this is for parents that want to teach their kids how to become cyber safe and how to, how you can teach your, your kids in a fun way what cyber safety is all about. So we are taking the, the some of the famous fairy tales and we are updating them, we're cyberizing them. I don't know if that word exists, cyberizing, but um, we are making them. Um, but even if even if there's no word like that, it, it makes sense based in this context, you know, in this day and age of, you know, technology and the, the kids cyberizing them. So guys, you want to look out for that launch. Uh, yeah. the 28th wow Sandra you have lots of things in store for the people and yeah. I really appreciate that Sandra so yeah thank you so much for having me I'm so grateful for you Tian, and for the work that you do so amazing thank you Sandra thank you Sandra remember guys life is a journey live good love God one love one heart let's get together and feel good see you next week Sunday <laughs>